0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 98, Episode 2 of Daily's Daily Science Guys, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck Coke Industries... And fuck Fox News. them all. It's Wednesday, September 4th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka Red Hot Chili Pepper Jack Cheese. Courtesy of Cune on the Cop. And I'm thrilled to be joined by my co-host. <laughs> maybe hit the display Mr. name for that Miles one. <laughs> <Gray>! <laughs>
1: we'll Cold brew that's good as
2: stuff. the right now? I just can't drink enough right up. as runs through my blood. Who right Who cares I'm
0: miles? Yeah, yeah.
2: Ooh, ah. Okay. Oh <clears> right. Right. wow. Thank you so much. So good. For that one, Christy Yamaguchi-me. That
0: was great. In the building, under the bridge. Congratulations to you both. Congratulations to us all. Yes. Uh, Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious comedian, Mr. Jake Flores. Uh, Hello. Welcome. Hey.
1: Good evening. Mm. (laughs) How's it going? They don't know what time it is. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. It's good. good. It's good to be here. Good to have you. Hello, daily zeitgeist. How you like in L.A.? Um, I yeah, I like LA um, But I, it doesn't match my depression So it always feels kind of uh, uncanny just Walking <laughs> around in a beautiful place New York um, is more your vibe? Yeah, yeah New York is matchy That's what I like about it But I do enjoy LA um, I'm here for a little while uh, and Then I'm going on tour after that And I always like to spend a little time here
0: Take yeah. it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like that's the thing in LA that people feel like they have to hide their depression because it's such a beautiful place and like outwardly glamorous. People are not hiding. Have you seen how people dress at nice restaurants? Yeah. The motherfuckers are depressed. <laughs> yeah, they're wearing sweatsuits. People are like, <laughs> Yeah, LA's chill, man. Like you can wear fucking like a garbage outfit. I'm like, nah, these people are fucking dead inside. But yeah, uh... crying in your car is a big thing in LA, I feel like. Really? Yeah. 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 I see a lot of people crying in their car. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: You hear it a lot in stand up, yeah, that's a premise, well, that also just says something about the people that do stand up,
0: yeah, they're car criers, yeah, I think I maybe heard it in a stand up routine and then started looking for it, and a lot of a lot of car criers I really see a lot idea. yeah, yeah,
2: a lot of uh, hurried eating in fast food restaurant parking lots, yes, I see that too, well, I that see people shame might have eating something fast to do food.
0: with what you were doing at the time, yeah, as well, <laughs> you're hanging out in fast food parking lots, selling. Drugs to well, no, the little weed is legal. Right. And That's they're true. 19, so they're <laughs> adults. So. Uh, all right, By Jake. <laughs> all right, Jake, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're telling our listeners a few of the things we're talking about today, such as the ranch v. ketchup wars, uh, the condiment wars. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Donald Trump. Uh, we're going to talk about Mike Pence. We're going to talk about straight pride parades and how fucking lit they are. They're so <laughs> good at parades. Miles is going to get to catch you up on a couple of the things he's fucking with. Oh, yes. Uh, we're going to talk about the newest weapon in parents' uh, wars on fussy eating.
2: And a possibly new superhero yeah. uh, or supervillain origin story.
0: Yeah, not all heroes wear capes and not all heroes can see uh we'll talk about that and more but first jake we like to ask our guest what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are um
1: so when you guys sent me that question i looked up just what the last thing i googled was and um uh, does anyone ever just say porn? I feel like that's like the main thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, some people have. Yeah. No, it was um, the phrase Die Ant Word canceled. Because uh, mm-hmm. I was talking about that band Die Ant Word with someone yesterday and I was mm-hmm. trying to remember why they got canceled from Riot Fest. Oh. Because they were supposed to play Riot Fest and then they uh, canceled for like um, something. They did something offensive or something. I don't know. Um, and I was, uh, I guess we were talking about like. I don't know, maybe like cancel culture or something like that or whether it exists or what's going on and uh I was trying to remember just anything about this damn band cuz all I remember is that one song where they're kind of in blackface and they uh and you're like, "Whoa, what the hell?" and then they just were still a band after that. <laughs> um and damn. So they've finally been, you know, taken down I don't I don't know. Um taken down a notch. I don't have a stand on this either way. I'm not right. very invested. I was just curious cuz it was relating to Something else. I think we were maybe
0: talking about Dave Chappelle or some shit. Right. Die Antwoord is – they're the South African hip-hop group. Uh, and when you type the name in Google, uh, the first autocomplete is Die Antwoord canceled. So you are not alone. Uh, that I is think, yeah, some kind of homophobic
2: uh, argument. Some weird yeah. shit caught on video. People well, are anyway. trying to find out. I mean, look, You know, <laughs> the second I found out that they were like – but not about that life for real, like that Zeph life, like that they were sort of performance <laughs> artists who were just trying to find a wave. I was yeah. like, oh, this ain't what I thought it was.
1: They're like rich people that fake being poor or yeah, something. Yeah, like
2: Yolandi Visser's comes from a pretty well-to-do family. Yeah, And I remember that sort of, I, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I like her weird west borland contact lenses and edgy <laughs> yeah. haircut and then i was like oh your dad works for like the cable company yeah that sucks <laughs>
1: don't right. do it rich people we'll find you and bust you every time Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is something you think is overrated all right, I've got a hot,
1: spicy, oh, overrated fuck yeah. here. wow. That Popeyes chicken sandwich. Whoa! All right, here's what's happening. It's good, but it's a viral marketing campaign. I they made too many chickens. That has to be what happened. Mm-hmm. They, someone left the chicken th- machine on at the factory. They said we gotta get rid of these fucking chickens. Right. And uh, <laughs> you know, if you pay attention to like uh, trade politics and shit like that, that's why like. Um, you know, all of a sudden, every fast food restaurant will have, like, a bacon thing. Is because It has to do oh, with, really? like, pork <laughs> futures. Like, something with, like, the tariffs and China and stuff. People that know about this can explain it better. I just vaguely right. caught wind of that concept. And now, whenever there's, like, a limited-run fast food item, I try to figure it out. <laughs> did, you, did you have the sandwich? I did. And it was really good. Um, but I don't know if... There had not been buzz on Twitter and fun jokes about it, and all these ads and memes and like videos of people. If I was just in like a double blind study or something Mm -hmm. and I ate the sandwich, I don't know if I would have been like, this is an especially good fast food chicken sandwich, you know?
2: My excitement comes from comparing it to Chick fil A. Yeah. And I think my enthusiasm was about finding an alternative. But yeah, I mean, the wave has come and gone. And they got what twenty three million dollars in free advertising from Mm -hmm. that, right?
0: I uh, delicious sandwich though. I thought it was so good that I was immediately suspicious that it was that they supplies would run out because you thought it was a CIA, yeah.
1: Oh, they're trying to create like a scarcity to drum up some sort of like revolution. I just
0: didn't think they could keep that level of quality up. I figured that it would be like they put out uh, the best possible chicken sandwich they could make and sold it at a loss, and then eventually create. A wave around like some scarcity, and then put out a less good chicken sandwich. So. Somebody pulled a gun on a at, on the Popeye
2: staff recently because they were out of chicken sandwiches. That <laughs> yeah. finally happened. Yeah, I mean over the weekend.
1: Wow,
0: it was only a matter of time. <laughs> uh, no, for, I mean, yeah, honestly, let's wild
1: uh what is something you think is underrated why wouldn't they ask for the money when they had the gun out <laughs> i think that's oh, yeah. I guess the money too they're like oh you thought i'm playing <laughs> yeah just give me. The, you hand him the sandwich he's like thank you and he puts the gun back in his <laughs> pocket uh, no you're, we're not robbery no just really upset that you I ran mean, out of the sandwiches
0: <laughs> there are some things money can't buy and at that time popeye's chicken sandwich was one of them you oh, know? this may
2: have been in your hometown of Southeast Houston, Texas. Ooh. To the restaurant on Scott
1: Street and Quarter. Oh, wow. I'm from Southwest Houston, okay, Texas. Okay, but you know but that that's one? pretty close yeah. and I yeah, I believe it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the man tried He said one man had a gun, but a restaurant worker was able to lock them out. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, okay. you
1: certainly can't get into a, a fast food restaurant if there's a locked door and you have a gun. Like right? right? I guess maybe they're bulletproof glass.
0: It yeah, no. depends, depends on which yeah, Popeye's you're That right.
1: would make sense because um, there was also, this just reminds me, for some reason, I, I did grow up in Houston. There was this restaurant called Timmy Chan's Chicken, which was like fucking fire chicken. It was really good. Um, but they also got robbed a lot. So like, there was one Timmy Chan's that is literally just like a brick, like fucking cute, no windows, just right. a little booth. And then you put the money in through like one of those prison sliding drawer things. Wow. And then just chicken comes out. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, <laughs> here is your ration. You yeah. just
0: like what you get it doesn't you don't get to it's order it's called timmy or interact with anybody. yeah
2: yeah okay see i like to know about local stuff like that is that like uh i've not i've not heard of that this is the first time i've even heard that combination of names words <laughs> as a business is that only
1: in houston i or is think that so all over texas no i think it's just like a few it's just in houston oh, well,
0: shout out to timmy Change. <laughs> yeah uh what is something you think is underrated
1: Underrated. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, this might be a, like a very vague, broad answer, but just like podcasting in general. Uh-huh. I know it's all the rage, but there's here's where I'm going. There's a lot of uh, like anti podcast. Like humor on uh, on Twitter and on the internet, right. and right. I am suspect of where it c- comes from because it always seems to come from people that are like very rich that are defending just traditional media. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck yeah. you. The thing about podcasting is that it's accessible, right? You know, and uh, a lot of this stuff gets sort of politically involved, and so there are a lot of there's a lot of voices of dissent in. DIY media, and you can't do that shit if you're writing for like the New York Times or on MSNBC or something. Right. So suddenly, oh, podcasting is for white men and bros and stuff. It's like, you know, I know what you're doing there. Right. I think DIY is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Any criticism that like there should be more you know representation and podcasting by all means but that's not a reason to write off podcasting like podcasting there's nothing inherent about podcasting that makes it
1: there's also like a weird um there's this thing among comedians that i noticed where it's um it's not considered like even though it's a good tool it's very you can be lucrative um and you can get a lot of listens it's not as respected as some traditional channels of, like, entertainment. Right. Or, like, literally channels, like, trying to get on TV because it doesn't come with this, like... Um gatekeeper thing where you go, I got all the way up there and they chose me and I'm the good, I'm, I got a gold star. And right. The been. mothership beamed me up. Yeah. All you get is you get, you worked really hard on something and then you make it and then you go like, I did it. I made a thing, but it doesn't have the, um, the specific thing that comedians have in their head, which is like, psychological and you know there's a big hole in your inside of your existential being that you need to fill by the approval thing that's the word I'm looking for you don't get approval for it so I think it's funny that it's like the tools are right there you can make anything you want but but um but it's not as satisfying, you know, because you're not a star. Right, right. (laughs) Well I think you know that's the beauty
2: of the medium too is like we can have a show where we talk about the news and we're not like you know, like GE isn't the owner of the company. Where it's like, well, we can't talk about the military-industrial complex right. because they own it or whatever. And I can just say things like "come," yeah, yeah. just
1: like
0: that, and <laughs> we keep it moving. Yelling yeah. "come," yeah. Miles's daily yelling of "come." <laughs> That's uh, what I do. Uh, to you, by little little known fact in
2: LA, there's a lot of shoots and live news broadcasts going on. Uh High school Miles used to love to go in the background and yell "come" mm. as loud as he could. I was kicked out of the Burbank mall recently. The more I hear uh,
0: about them, the more I am a big fan of high school. (laughs) Uh, What is a myth? What's something people think is true, you know, to be false? All right. So
1: when I was preparing for this, I couldn't decide whether I wanted to get um, all heady and serious or talk about Popeye's chicken sandwiches. So I kind of cut it down the middle. But uh, I guess this is – now that I'm looking at my notes, I took like Slavage Zizek notes. So this this is kind of an intense point. But I think I was thinking about this, and I was like – Myth, a big myth to me is uh, this idea that, like, art is a weapon. And what I mean by that is, like, um, you know, I mean, we're here in L.A. We're Mm -hmm. in the land where we make all the things, you know, Mm. all the media and stuff. So maybe it's relevant. There's a very popular idea in America that, like, I'm going to fight Trump with my music or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Or, uh, you know, or with movies and stuff like that. And uh, I kind of also call bullshit on this. I guess I think it's a it's a very popular myth, and it's profitable. And what I mean by that is, here's what I was thinking about it. Right. So this Dave Chappelle special comes out, and everyone's or uh, everyone in the, uh, in the right wing, the Breitbart's and Reason.coms, so yeah. all these people are like, you know, the cancel culture people don't want you to see this special, right? Right. <laughs> and yeah. uh, everyone makes fun of them because it's hilarious. But then, you know. Like a few years ago, this Lady Ghostbusters movie came out, and how they advertise it. They're like, oh, the, the bros don't want you to see it. And I'm like, what do these two things have in common? Right. They don't want you to buy my product. Right. So <laughs> stick it to them by buying my thing, right? Right. That's, that's how like capitalism came back around and just molded itself around all this stuff we're talking about. Mm. And uh, it's, it's dumb. I'm against it. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, I think there's the the idea that you could somehow just be like, Dude, these subversive T-shirts are gonna bring are gonna end child separation. I, 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 your heart's in the right place, but I don't know if you know if we're talking in terms of an action plan. That's the best thing to do, but I guess if you're just using it as awareness, that's one level of it. But I think to to
1: suppose that that that's
2: the you know that's going to directly affect things.
1: But it kind of like I think it's advantageous to people in power to permeate these myths, because it, it really keeps people from doing anything that actually threatens power by thinking like, you know, well, I could do a bunch of boring, dry political shit, or I could pick up a brick, or I could do my hobby, and then that's also somehow part of this process, and it's like, you know, imagine you're like a king, you're inside of a tower, you don't want to get in the tower, there's all these people outside, and uh, they have weapons, right? Well, it would be probably pretty advantageous to, like, permeate the idea that, like, weapons, aren't. that's not how you do it. Do it with a song, you know? Right? right. <laughs> you know what would really it. fucking
2: piss me off is if y'all stayed at home. Right. Yeah. That yeah. would really fuck me up. Yeah.
1: I don't know. So, like, I, I guess this idea gets thrown around a lot of the circles I'm in, and I think it's, uh, the point I'm trying to make, I guess, is, like, art is the end of society, not the beginning of it. Like, it's the end result. Right. Right. And so that's what America has backwards to me. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, I mean, all art is political. And so like sometimes when people are going out to specifically make a political statement that they have consciously concocted in their mind, I feel like sometimes just in terms of the quality of the art, that's, it, it tends to work better when it's like something that has taken some time to stew in your unconscious well, or just
2: in general the best art is true actual self-expression rather right. than like pop music where it's like well this is banging right now if right. i do something in this world i can get swept up therefore and i think yeah. that's that's a big difference too if
1: like if it's like meaning first and then there's like a point in it later like right. if, if you're writing a joke if that it's, if it's funny first and then that happens to have a, a point of view in it because it's your point of view and it's attached to the things you think about that's a joke right but if you start with the thing you're trying to say that's propaganda right
0: right and
1: uh then you're just a fucking christian rock musician and you know that that's not fun you know
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well i was a christian rock musician for a while <laughs> in high school sick. when you were yelling come yeah yelling yeah, cum, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs>
2: singing come in the yes. voice of the lord and exactly yep yeah um, We're called
0: Ecclesiastes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a pretty good Christian, Christian band name. Uh, let's talk about ranch. ranch this ranch dressing—it is ideology. Yes, <laughs> it is exactly. Bullshit. Uh, people always say, you know, all ranch dressing is political. And uh, no, you, Miles. So Hidden Valley, uh, which, by the way, there is a Hidden Valley Ranch that ranch dressing was invented at. I in, just learned that uh, during in
2: the year of our Lord 1954. Yes, apparently. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> they're claiming the makers of Hidden Valley Ranch are claiming victory over ketchup. That it is now their influence. Seventy percent of ranch usage now happens beyond the salad bowl, mm. including <laughs> for dipping pizza fries and popcorn. And now this is where I get fucked up. They said it has displaced blue cheese as a dipping sauce choice for wings. That's a fucking right. lie. That's a lie. And that's how I know this whole thing is bullshit. Yes, because I will never put ranch on a wing.
0: But this is a longstanding kind of conversation that Hidden Valley has been trying to get started Uh, since 2012. I found an article where they were like, uh, Hidden Valley is going to supplant ketchup as the number one condiment by putting out this new product, uh, Hidden Valley Everything which is thicker, and so it sticks better to burgers and fries. What? Here's and how
1: Here's how they should advertise it. They should be like, these PC culture people, <laughs> right they don't there,
2: want you to eat ranch yeah, on exactly. everything. <laughs> fucking own them. Own I mean, them with this extra ranch.
0: It's true. The cultural elites don't want you to eat. It. They're all, that'll give you a heart attack.
2: Ranch is just fucking, I don't, I mean, I get it. I I really liked ranch when I was a teenager. Mm. Uh, because I'd never had it really growing up. Uh, because my mom just didn't have that kind of shit in our house. And then I would start eating. Like I had friends who put ranch on everything. I was like, Oh, this is. I like okay, this is a wave. Right. Then it died off because I realized it was just covering everything I ate, and there yeah. was no other flavor. It was more yeah. just like masking shit in ranch. Right. Uh, Now I'm like really not as into the whole ranch thing, but like when you see all these like ranch fucking fest, ranch fest they have in (laughs) Vegas or whatever, where people are like beer bonging fucking ranch. It's just like the new fucking bacon where people are mistaking food for a personality. Right. And I'm a little, you know. Ranch bacon. Hold on. Yep. Well, no, that's the thing. And that's when you look at like the shit Hidden Valley is making. They're like they found a way to weaponize ranch in every possible way. (laughs)
0: By the way, ketchup isn't the number one condiment in the United States. Salsa, right? It's actually mayo. Oh uh, shit! And mayo. That, mayo by like a lot—four hundred million containers sold each year. Oh. Then salsa with two hundred and seventy-one million. <laughs> that, that's probably ketchup. uh.
1: It's probably because of real America.
0: That's right. <laughs> Catch my drift? Which is funny. <laughs> I thought I thought there were all those like fucking takes like oh millennials are
1: ruining mayo. Males dying because
0: millennials are poor. I think that was a single article we found written (laughs) by a woman (laughs) who was mad that people didn't like her uh, chicken salad. It's always somebody with a really specific agenda. right? Millennials don't want
1: to come over to my apartment anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're killing the coming over to my apartment industry. Millennials think my Scarface poster is, quote, gay. (laughs) Anyways, be wary of any ranch news that you hear. (laughs) Uh, I know you guys have been just reading ranch news with an open mind, but try and be a little bit. This is what's
2: wild. There is a ranch dipping sauce, right? If you go to the Hidden Valley site, they have a whole subsection of different ranches you can get. Okay. One is called Blasted Creamy Dipping Sauce Ranch Dipped Pizza Flavor. Now ranch what the fuck dipped pizza? It's so it's basically evoking the taste it, the the ranch the dressing
1: that comes out of this is meant to <laughs> evoke the flavor of you dipping pizza into ranch. Of it's a flavor it's a ranch <laughs> dressing that's flavored as ranch dressing that has pizza dipped, dipped in it. This is that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is meta, right, right? There's layers to this. this what do you is like put that on?
0: Do you put that on? This is salad? inception. Is this praxis?
2: Right? This is praxis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> it's just Fucking. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's meant to just be like if you like the flavor of ranch and pizza, but you don't want to just dip your pizza in ranch. You just want to export that flavor to another eating experience this is where i'm just saying the layers are becoming too thick and yeah. crazy do you want to eat an escher painting <laughs> right <Actually. laughs>
0: do you want your condiment to just confuse the shit out of like you? that
2: one scene in labyrinth right have you ever made ranch uh no, I was just actually I'll actually talk about this later. I'm into making my own dipping sauces recently, oh. and I was realizing
1: how easy it is to make ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's making your own sauces is fun. Um, I used to have to make it because I worked at a pizza restaurant, uh-huh. and so you'd have to make it in batch. And like, it's basically just like three ingredients. It's just like buttermilk and then like mayo or something,
0: sour cream, some
1: green shit. And then you put it all in a bucket, and then you get this big drill thing, yeah, like that a power like a drill, head with on a mixer power head. beater. Yeah, you <laughs> sit there like a construction worker, just like Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. people walk by, you're like, mm-hmm, yeah, it's really weird. Was to it watch packets it. you were adding, or was it real, like from scratch? No, it, was, it was Hidden Valley actually. Oh shit! Yeah. It was okay. packets of green shit. That's I don't scrunch. know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what's in ranch also, and I eat it constantly.
2: And look, and we shouldn't know in a way. I don't yes. want to know.
1: It's America's new blood type.
0: Uh, All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And there's a hurricane that was just parked over uh, the Bahamas over the weekend. And uh, as it was approaching uh, Hurricane Dorian, the president, he said... That this is like the first category five hurricane that he'd heard of. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, he said, Not sure that I've ever even heard of a category five hurricane. Uh, there have been like nine, there have been four since he's Friend. been president. <laughs> uh, oh boy, but never heard of it. We don't even know what's coming at us. All we know is it's possibly the biggest. It's interesting to me, not necessarily because he's lying or. Uh, stupid but because it's just a good kind of way of getting the Rosetta Stone of like how his brain works like everything is the biggest or worst ever (laughs) the version of the story that you just heard imagine the version that would make the biggest splash on cable news and that's how it's going to come out of his brain when he tells it back to you
2: the thing wasn't the some other thing happening where he said it was going to hit Alabama or something. Yeah. And then uh, d- the, during we- the
0: same press conference, he said that Alabama's needs to be preparing for the hurricane. And then the Weather Service was like, it's going to completely miss the entire state of Alabama. And actually. then but
2: then didn't Trump double down and was like, I never said that or some shit. recently. Oh, really? Yeah. I he had, was in
0: denial that
2: he was corrected by the National Weather Service. Again, this is this is what late stage Trump is looking like.
1: Yeah Old fucking McFlayley One of his things is just um, Denying that he said stuff That is just on the record Right Like you recorded it Deep fakes Yeah
0: Yeah
2: That's like reminding me of Like someone I knew in high school Who would just lie straight up Mm. And you could Like you could call them on it Yeah And it was still like Nah I never said that And you're like fam We all We're all here together Saying this was said
1: Right It was like No not at all yeah it's weird that we're all sort of held hostage by this president that is just the guy that retells a story 10 times and keeps adding shit to it about the fight he almost got and then half
2: the time you're like wait dude that's my story yeah (laughs) wait i was there dude you just told my fucking story as if that happened to you that was me though yeah or was it
0: right and that same guy you would definitely hear him say i've never heard of a Category 5 after, like, you had just had a conversation with him about right. Category 5 hurricane. Like, listening? Right. Like, nah.
1: Another funny thing about him is that he's, uh, I don't know if this ever Obama ever did this, or I just never noticed until Trump, but he's always just standing next to a helicopter yelling at a yeah. camera right. while it's, like, about to take off, and his, his tie is all flailing in the wind and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's what he has instead of press briefings. Yeah. I think it makes it easier to just lie. Because yeah. you have a
2: time constraint. Because you're like, he's always hey, like, I got to Hey, I'm yeah. about to hop on this, hu- and it's loud as fuck. So you're gonna be like, what? <laughs> I
1: would, yeah. It's, I can't. Uh, sorry, don't know what you said,
2: but yeah. I'm just gonna say what
1: I want to say. And you look at the time. Got to go. And then yeah. fly into a, a hurricane. He, he <laughs> insists doesn't exist. Got to right. go bomb it. That's how he's gonna go down. He's, he's he's gonna have to. He's gonna lie himself into a corner where he has right. to fly a helicopter into a storm. <laughs> like, yeah, Mr. President, you said you would fly Marine One directly into the hurricane to stop it right
2: yeah uh-huh. that, so would be amazing. Gonna, that, that would be pretty tight so i'm gonna do that
0: get him to say that he can fly a helicopter so that he <laughs> then like has to just back it up like yeah. yeah we do know enough about like how he lies and the shit he lies about that we should be able to just and i think sometimes that's what the media is doing like w- with following up on the alabama thing like they knew he was just gonna be like uh Or the media followed up and was like, So this happened, right? Right. (laughs) I never said
2: Matrix Revolutions was the best movie. Right. right.
0: (laughs) So the Weather Channel corrected you, huh? (laughs) Like, just, it's like, yeah, it's not adding any information. They're just like, We know he's going to lie about this. He's he's like
1: like a a, a robot that runs on a computer program that we're trying to figure out a riddle that will fry his brain. (laughs) Right. right, So we can get past him. I think if at rallies people start saying, Fly that chopper.
2: <laughs> instead of build that wall yeah, like he'll yeah. slowly be like wait did i say that <laughs> because he's so hell bent on building
1: that yeah, wall he's like right. all right yeah. give me uh give me that chapter i gotta fly right he's just reluctantly not admitting that he doesn't know how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly just, well if if that were true then why don't you get into the helicopter and fly it yourself right but, now yeah yeah if you if you're so great and he's like tank upload a a helicopter
1: flying pilot course to my brain now. That would be funny if the end of Trump's presidency is he doesn't crash or die or anything. He just flies away into the sunset <laughs> right. and we just never hear from him again. Right, he just goes far away. Well, starts over in another
0: country. Speaking of far away and in another country, uh, Mike Pence pivot. visited Ireland uh, for an official meeting in Dublin, and he stayed 142 miles away. Uh, Why would he have done stayed that far away? From Dublin? Yeah, from Dublin. Because
2: Trump told him to stay at his fucking golf course
0: in Dunebeg. But it's the best. That's the best golf course in the world. Again,
2: it's just like more blatant out in the fucking open. Like, hey, dude, go stay at my fucking property so I can profit off of all of the additional people that are going to show up. I mean, it's not like I doubt it's a huge uh, amount of money, but nonetheless, still going to the Trump organization. But 142 miles. When you when you're in Dublin, there's like when you look at that right. If you're in DC, that's the distance between DC and Norfolk, Virginia. Okay. okay. If you're in New York City, that's the different. That's the distance between New York City and Schenectady.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. If you're in
2: Chicago, it's Chicago and Fort Wayne, Indiana. And if you're in Frisco, it's San Francisco and Yosemite. Okay.
0: Mm. Okay. All right. The difference between Seattle and Portland, babe. I think the only one of those that was effective was the Chicago and Fort Wayne one. Just to be I was totally all honest of them. With you. I was
2: all lost until Seattle, Portland. Actually, even more than I, I have no. I have no concept of Yosemite in relation to San Francisco. I have yeah, L.A. Neither. Yosemite. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. Why but we figured wait, it out. wait
0: Seattle and Portland? That's how far apart there?
2: Roughly, yeah, yeah.
0: So that's that's a good one
2: for most people. Yeah, like those are two different cities, man, in right. different states. Yeah, but yeah, I mean the whole uh, the whole trip itself is just. Absurd. I mean, not to mention the fact that he's just staying at his resort, but also like the fucking whole thing. The White House deputy press secretary just did the typical GOP strategy of like, if someone's called anti gay or racist, you show that they've hung out with people of that group and that shows they're not that. Yeah, so right. this one was for all of you who this is the tweet from the deputy press Se- secretary, Judd Deere. For all of you who still think our VP is anti-gay, I point you to his and the second lady's schedule tomorrow, where they will join T. Shock, which is what they call the prime minister, Leo Varadkar, and his partner, Dr. Matthew Barrett, for lunch in Ireland. So Wait. not anti-gay. <laughs> yeah. So
0: the head of state in Ireland, because
2: he's openly gay,
0: he was. He's saying that it's. It's proof that he's not homophobic because he didn't refuse to eat with the head of state of Ireland yes. while in Ireland. Yes, that's proven. That, that is an amazing <laughs> okay, bar
1: that they've set for themselves. How like taxing do you think this is for Pence? Like, do you think it's like the worst day of his life, where he has to like hype himself up for it, or the best day of his life? Right, oh. to
0: not kiss one of them. Do you yeah, mean? Like, how taxing is it? Like, yeah. what's
1: going on in his head? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, the, all the shit that he has to do, like, I mean,
2: when I first kind of started seeing like, oh, I, may, I think maybe he doesn't like this was when there was that whole argument with like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer in the Oval Office. And he literally just closed his eyes yeah. and yeah. tried to like astrally project <laughs> himself somewhere else. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, he gets it. Like maybe. <laughs> or, but then other people kind of talk about how, like, why would he stay at Trump's golf course? If he wasn't sort of doing that thing where, like, Trump is trying to get Pence to, like, fully buy in on the corruption of the administration, where he's like, see,
1: now you've stayed there. It's it's so when he leaves, he can be like, I have to get in the helicopter and go back to the golf course. Right. Uh, sorry, no more questions.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it reminds me of that scene in Training Day when Denzel makes Ethan Hawke smoke sherm. Uh-huh. When he's like, oh, see, now you're down. Now you're dirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think if he if he did have his shit, to, like, you know, any person would be like, I'm I'm having meetings in Dublin. Why the fuck do I need to stay 142 miles away at Trump's golf course? Maybe he's
1: under the impression that a golf course has some sort of like uh, homosexuality shield magic quality. Which Nothing gay told. can happen at a golf course. Right. Yeah, Never happened. Never heard of it.
0: Yeah, I think Pence is just a coward. And yeah, yeah. anytime Trump asks him to do something, he'll do it like a good soldier. And, right. you know, the his main way of, you know uh not going along with Trump is just to like not be there.
2: Just to not talk, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: not talk and don't actually be there. And that that kind of is
2: Trump should really lean on him and be like, I want you to have dinner with Melania without mother there. Just the two of you. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> just to see him squirm I don't know, mister President. <laughs> <laughs> he's so weird and we don't he's never in the news but he's always back there living his own truth or whatever just yeah
2: i don't know maybe he's waiting to become president if he's i don't know i mean but even then it's like who wants to fucking follow this shit up yeah unless you're on the left because then you'd be like you see what happened you see what happened yeah
0: yeah and i think he's willing to like at a certain point if things get bad enough i think he'd be more than happy to step in and be like, "I will accept this solemn oath." When, but what's that line? The president. What's that line? What's because
2: uh, I don't. I've, there have been so many lines. I'm like, is this the line? You think no. anybody now? Yeah, he
0: won't do it until it's like he's made to have dinner with Melania without right. mother there. When, mm-hmm. when he like loses the base, Trump would have to lose the base.
2: Well, the way it's looking now, I mean, like when you look at a lot of the analysis of just sort of like the swing districts that like were heavily Trump. And then swung blue for the midterms. And they're like, okay, Trump still even doesn't even have a plan to win those people back. Yeah. Like, so what exactly is the strategy here? Because you saw a bunch of people flee in those midterms, but there haven't been any, like, no, no overtures to try and extend an olive branch or something to get those people back. And I think it's just sort of like he's just hitting the accelerator on this thing.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, he's just like, he's been having rallies. like consistently throughout his entire presidency, that's not normal. Like past presidents have not just continued to be on (laughs) campaign,
0: campaigning, (laughs) like
1: during their own presidency. So he does have like this base of people, but it doesn't go above like 38%. Well, that's the other thing though. Like the system is broken, so it doesn't matter because like, yeah, you
2: get a third party candidate in there you too. Know, the, and suddenly it
1: levels up. The gerrymandering and all this stuff, and just like the Electoral College and shit like that, they gamed the system to begin with. It's not like the majority of the country didn't vote for him. His people are like you know, yeah. like it's like fifteen percent of the country somehow has control of the entire executive branch. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm worried. I don't think. Really, like blue I've wave. never heard. I've never heard this before. <laughs> <Yeah>. Go on, sir. <laughs> about s- America? I've got a smoking hot <laughs> take here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shit's fucked up.
0: Comedian worried about Trump re-election.
2: It's going to be on HuffPo. Uh,
0: guys, let's talk about the straight pride parade uh, that. Finally happened uh, over the weekend. We the one all, in Boston. The one in Boston finally happened over the long weekend. Can I just say I'm
2: so glad I dis I pl- unplugged from the news for the last couple of days. Well, that's
0: the thing. I mean, this was poorly executed from a number of standpoints, but number one being they they held it over a holiday weekend that I I had no idea it happened until after the holiday weekend, uh, and I also had no idea it happened until after the holiday weekend because it was just it kind of nothing happened it was a wet fart yeah it was like 200 people showed up so not few enough to be like there so there's been other straight pride parades i didn't realize this there was a quote hetero activist uh who staged a straight pride parade in seattle uh (laughs) back in i think it was a couple years back 2015 2015 and the attendance was lower oh really huge uh, it was just him <laughs> he couldn't a, find one other fucking weird, find one other person.
1: angry fucker. Of, it kind of takes the wheels off of his whole argument, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a asexual parade just by default,
0: right? Wow, he had he had. The black and white balloons, which ended up being black and white, ended up being the color of the colors of the straight pride movement, uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, which we shouldn't. <laughs> the straight uh, pride bow movement. There's another straight pride parade uh just last week in Modesto, California, uh, organized by Don Grundman, a chiropractor who also uh, keeps running for senate and losing
1: horribly straight pride parade oh you mean a
0: podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> drop the fucking ball <laughs>
2: don a chiropractor he's like yeah we got to keep things straight also our spinal alignment oh, right. oh
0: maybe it's all viral marketing yeah oh, could you oh the most
2: like some someone offhandedly said that to him and he has the worst ideas and he's like yeah wait hold on yeah straight pride straight backs Straight. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this.
0: Yeah. His logo on his site is a white fist uh, next to the words "Fight the Power," uh, <laughs> which looks even worse because he, what is the power? There's yeah, a right fight out fight ourselves. There's an, also an old photo of a lynching on his website what? that links to an article where he calls black people chumps. So um, <laughs> okay. The that about section of the- his site, he claims that the crappiness of the web design is on purpose. Because this, because it's a meat and potatoes site uh, that's here fuck to yeah. quote assist you in both countering and leaving what I term as the matrix. Which wait wait, which is amazing. Wait. What for the So fuck? many reasons. The about section of his website Says, is defending the
2: shitty web design by making by being like, yeah, because we're trying to fucking red pill up right. in here.
0: Yes, and also claiming that he is the one who came up with comparing. Uh, the media to the Matrix, uh, what what I term as the Matrix.
1: So in a way, he's the or like originator of red pilling. Yes, that's it's his. W- it's that's weird his claim. that he's not specifically talking about the red pill like scene analogy in right. the Matrix, because he could be saying that the media is like those two albino twins from the second Matrix, right? Or some other weird shit.
0: Yeah, he hasn't thought it through. Thoroughly enough, or his mind doesn't work in that, like, meta text He's like, yeah, I'm like, not going to lie, guys. I've only seen the trailer for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, when appearing before the Modesto City Council to make his case for his straight pride parade, uh, because nobody wanted it to be on shared county land, so he had to end up renting out a place which then canceled it there um so he just had it in his basement basically but uh when he was talking to the modesto city council to make his case that he should be able to have a straight pride parade uh he had a bit of a freudian slip where he said we're a totally peaceful racist group (laughs) which yeah that's tough uh, anyways, only 20 people were there to celebrate uh, when when his party eventually popped off. Uh, but 200 LGBTQ allies showed up to oppose them. Uh, and that brings us to Boston just last weekend. First of all, they fucked things up initially by using Brad Pitt's likeness. Right. They were like... It's <laughs> like the <laughs>
2: ultimate straight guy. Yeah.
0: Tyler Durden, dog.
2: We're all Tyler Durden. Um, I mean, we just think it's really cool him as an image of, like, the straight man because, you know, like, he's so hot and, like, his body's so tight and, like, everything about him, like, glistening. Like, I don't know if that's real sweat or, like, the makeup department put glycerin all over his abs or whatever, but I'm feeling it.
1: What's more heterosexual than an imaginary metrosexual friend? (laughs) 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 Who's who's telling you to do all that bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Teaching
0: you how to use (laughs) hair gel and shit. Right. So about 200 people showed up to march and were mostly drowned out by 600 to 1,000 counter-protesters. Didn't they,
2: like, shift it because the straight pride parade thing became so, like, such a joke around it that they're like... Well, it's also going to be like a costume parade too.
0: So I think that was sort of their thinking heading in is how like straight culture has nothing to associate itself with. So whereas gay culture, like the gay pride parades are look amazing. Right. And people have you know things to do like visually that like make them really fun to look at they were like oh shit straight parade is just black and white balloons like what are we gonna do uh so they were like uh you guys do cosplay do cosplay it'll be it'll be cool (laughs) it was so well thought through that on the site it said best solo costume gets a 100 hundred dollar gift card to something (laughs) it's just halloween a $100 gift card, card to, to something. <laughs> <laughs> and a, <laughs> and a $200 card goes to the best straight couples cosplay for something, again. Uh, wow. The, the, the reason that the pride
1: parades have a culture to them is that they have an origin and a, they're, they're, they've just been made from a whole cloth like the straight pride parade. Pride is in celebration of the you know, the battle of Stonewall where uh, a bunch of queer people got into a street fight with the police inside of a bar and barricaded the walls up. Well, the reason I'm bringing this up is that this, a straight pride parade implies the existence of straight Stonewall. Right. Or some kind of oppression. Yeah. Or some sort of street fight with like whoever they're saying oppresses them, you know? Yeah. Like the PC police. Twitter. Yeah, that. Yeah. Were yeah. The queer
2: eye people saying I should stop wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's was, my fucking Stonewall man. It's the, it
0: it denotes the day on which queer eye said uh, cargo shorts weren't cool anymore.
2: Oh, so Brooks running shoes with Reebok white socks pulled up to my knees isn't a
1: cool look? Yeah, right. it's, it's like violence against me, man. The queer eye guys got hired to make over their dad, and they like boarded up the walls and shit. And they were like, <laughs> they're, they're trying to get in here, right? <laughs> oh god, the photos look really, uh, yeah, really exciting. Pretty bleak. Uh,
0: and
2: uh, and lo and behold, how many fucking cargo shorts are in this fucking
1: photo, dude? Yeah. Like even when you look, it's like one, <laughs> two, three.
0: There are three pairs so of shorts pockets. in the picture, or four pairs, and three of them are cargo shorts. So good ratio. Not yeah, not a ton of uh, women were showing pride in their straightness. And AOC tweeted, For men who are allegedly so proud of being straight, they seem to show real incompetence at attracting women to their event. Seems more like a I struggle with masculinity parade to me. Hope they grow enough over the next year to support join LGBTQ fam next hashtag pride. And that set the right wing media off.
2: Their favorite person, their favorite lightning rod. Mm -hmm. It gave
0: them something to cover... Uh, It was beneficial to them in the sense that it gave them something to cover that wasn't the parade itself, because that was just self-evidently embarrassing. Right. Um, But anyways, it looks like uh, at this point, straight pride parades are a resounding O for three. Uh, But, you know keep trying guys.
2: I don't know man, you seen a pa- Patriots Super Bowl celebration parade? Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> undefeated, that's the thing. bro.
0: Like there's plenty of most parades are straight parade parades, right? Like <laughs> Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, but this one it's has the mono culture. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. There's It has <laughs> the, terrible masks. There's clowns. Yeah. Did
1: you see the, cl- uh, the weird green clown guys? No. There's a, a picture that went around on Twitter of like a snapshot of these two guys that had green like makeup all over their faces and clown wigs. And somebody explained it to me. It's uh after so they, they took the Pepe frog and made it alt right, you know, back mm-hmm. in like twenty sixteen. And then they kept evolving it like Pokemon style. So there's like a bigger one called Groiper and then the, the next Groiper? Yeah, yeah, it's this big bigger, weirder pepe and then there's this thing called honkler now and that's what they were dressed up as which is like a pepe frog that's also a clown and i don't know what it means but they certainly could explain why they're dressed up as a frog clown uh, as a way of celebrating the fact that they supposedly have sex with women yes Um, tons of it it's fucking weird
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that is very strange i wish i had not seen those pictures
1: oh yeah it's nightmare fuel
0: (laughs) uh all right we're gonna take another quick break and we'll be right back and we're back and miles you were just doing some research into the origin and aim of honkler
2: yeah yeah they you know first of all it's born out of a worldview that you know clown world where it's a nihilistic idea that, like, there's an unstoppable force, man, of liberalism, feminism, every ism that's turned our world into a fucking freak show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, essentially Honkler is a mix of Honk and Hitler, apparently. Yeah. And they want to trick liberals into associating clowns with racism and to take back the rainbow.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, cool. I, I for one, certainly associate rainbows with straight people now after this weekend. So. Yeah,
2: well, look, dude, you've just been owned. You've just been pwned, my friend. That's I just right. want to fuck a clown now. It's yeah. oh, really weird. I don't think it works, <laughs> whatever
0: they were trying to do. I mean, if anything, the the thing you take away from the uh, costume of Honkler is a misuse of color, which is something that straight people have been doing extremely well at for a long time. <laughs> they did not need to further that brand uh let's do a quick round of what we're fucking with oh. with miles gray uh miles you were out yesterday right and we i wanted to find out what you're fucking with
2: um you know very quickly i just want to say uh the first episode of righteous gemstones i'm fucking with <laughs> heavy uh, I need to watch the rest as somebody who's been near uh, evangelicals and uh, christianity it's fucking <laughs> great like i said earlier making my own dipping sauces
0: so okay. what's a, what's a, especially, good? oh, you know, finger? like
2: I was, we were fucking around, um, her majesty and I made a honey mustard with this spicy honey. So it was like a hot honey mustard, mm. uh, was a recent, uh, uh, invention. Well, it's just a thing. I'm high and I wanted to mix things. And also, uh, I was trying to make the sauce that you get at Raising Cane's for chicken fingers, colloquially known as comeback sauce in the South. But I was at a chicken finger party uh, where everybody <laughs> brought their own dips the fingers were provided, but your real flex was the dips you brought. Whoa. So I had to, you know, I had to fuck around and make some comeback sauce. That sounds like a chicken swinger party. Hey, thank yeah. you. You leave somebody Yeah, uh, get a bomb drop on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Ay-ya. And also another thing, I'm being very careful with my what I bring my attention to in the morning. Mm. When you wake up, I just find myself in a very odd place where my thoughts can take me to somewhere wonderful or somewhere so fucking dark. Uh that light like, cannot exist. And I realize too, it's a lot of it born out of like if I'm looking at the news immediately or if I'm just like realizing, let me get my vibe going. and mm. put some music on. Mm. Fucking move my body a little bit and then get into my day and take a shit. Yeah. Which is how I started. Also, right. let me tell you something, one thing I'm not fucking with sliced brioche bread from Albertsons. Sorry. I think we were all waiting for yeah. your take on sliced brioche bread. <laughs> Had it somebody comes... bought it at, uh, and I tried to make a sandwich with it, the shit tasted like cake. Like I, I like brioche in certain contexts, but this shit at Albertsons, it was it was like a like pound cake. It was weird. I think you get it if you just want to make French toast, like brioche French toast, fine. Do not make it for a sandwich. It's fucking too sweet, mm. and that has been what I'm fucking with.
0: Yeah. Goodbye. What? Is there any, do you have any tips for people who are trying to keep their uh, attention kind of in, in good shape? What, are you th- meditating? You just, uh, keep I think just, your be, phone away? just think of whatever your morning patterns are. Like, I think we're so quick
2: to look at our phones and then just get fucking sucked in. And whether that means, you know, looking at a hel- the hellscape of news headlines or whatever, I think it's good just to, at the first thing, <laughs> keep your energy good. You know mm. what I mean? And, you know, just, I, I like to just, uh, be grat- grateful you know mm. it's not really anything life-changing but it's just something versus like me obsessing over like whatever the continuation is of some news thing the night before yeah uh i try and just build some space up top in the morning to not you know have any any uh, stimuli come in that could throw
0: my vibe mm. all right guys let's talk about who i think is going to become a mythic figure in the world yeah uh This is a young man who was just documented in a case study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine. So he basically suffered from nutritional optic neuropathy, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a dysfunction of the optic nerve caused by a diet low in nutrients required for nerve fibers in the eye to function. So basically, he went blind from eating too much junk food.
2: Well, yeah, my man literally <laughs> lost his eyesight from eating horse shit food. Wow. The, his diet, okay, was something else. He was, he started off as a picky eater, but I just want to tell you his diet was basically French fries, Pringles, white bread and processed ham and sausage. I mean, that's three
0: of the food groups right there.
2: That is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but it it started because, like, he first came in as a 14-year-old with a normal uh, BMI. They were just sort of saying, like, yo, my 14-year-old's fucking tired. But obviously, like, when you're 14, I was always fucking tired. I slept 19 hours a day sometimes. uh, More depression. Um, (laughs) And the doctor was like, here's some vitamin B12. Maybe that'll get you going to help your, you know, energy up a little bit. But they're also like... What's your diet? <laughs> like, why don't yeah. you try some other stuff too? Yeah. He comes back a year later, fucking developed hearing loss and symptoms that were like uh, related to his vision that they're like, what the, f- we don't know what's going on. S- by 17, his vision had regressed to the point of blindness. Whoa. He's turning into like a daredevil. You know like, a what? Yeah. A- in a really tragic American, or well, actually this this person was in the UK, but uh, yeah, just a
1: hyper consumption way. Oh, that's another level to it. He's like a Willy Wonka kid
0: <laughs> right yeah this kid would be great as a willy wonka character he needs a,
1: a stern singing to by some oompa loompas yeah. right exactly <laughs> get him back on the right path yeah
0: yeah
2: but yeah a lot it's just the parents are always saying like well he's just been a fuzzy eater yeah to the point where you're gonna let a teenager who look we, we don't know how to fucking take care of ourselves even in my fucking 30s, I barely know how to take care of myself. Right. But at 14, 13, when you're really just going off of like what is my desire that times 10? Yeah. Uh to the you point You need
0: some guidance maybe. Yeah. A little hand holding.
2: Yeah. It's it, but it is one of those things like this child has presented parents of fussy eaters with like the attack bomb.
0: Yeah, because like when
2: you're a kid, I remember you know your parents would lie to you and be like, "Well, if you do this, you're gonna go blind. You do this, your eyes gonna get stuck like that." We didn't really have at least in our generation, we didn't have the internet where we could just cross cross check that reference real quick. Yeah, now a parent could be like, "You know that kid went blind from only eating fries." Right, they Google that shit. Rut row. They yeah.
1: it used to say if you masturbate too much, you'll go blind. You go blind, yeah. yeah. And uh, it turns out you go blind if you eat too many Pringles. Pringles. Yeah. So that they should tell that kid, hey, cut it out. Go masturbate.
0: Right. <laughs> Do something <laughs> exactly. healthy. Maybe
1: your eyesight will come back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Masturbation <laughs> like is good, good for, uh, what's it called? Well, Testosterone can't. production. So you maybe can't. give them a little more energy.
2: Or, man, like Tim Ferriss says, just uh, eat a fucking grass-fed fatty beef steak at 1 a.m. Let your body process that overnight.
1: Yeah. Testosterone levels be through the fucking roof. And then you go fight MMA. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but.
0: <laughs> that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just sleeping with a steak next to my head. Right. Just like the alarm goes off, time to eat it. Fuck.
0: <laughs> were you at all, all fussy eaters
2: when you were teenagers?
1: No, I'm poor. You ate, you ate vegetables? But I think I hear, I have a hot take on this. I think fussy eating is a classist issue. <laughs> right i don't choose what i eat i eat what is there what is there what's available the only thing that i'm weird about is like raisins
0: yeah that's
1: it wow you really pulled a face i could <laughs> see that you have something going on with raisins
2: huh? i really don't like them but i would like if i was if they were around and i was hungry you know sure 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 uh, like like oatmeal raisin cookies Mm-mm. to me that's not a cookie i'm sorry yeah, that's that's a health food disguised as a treat.
1: They just don't scan as food to me. So when I eat like a raisin, like an oatmeal raisin cookie, I'm like enjoying a cookie, and then I spit it out like it's seeds, Oh, right. like the raisins, like, like watermelon yeah. seeds. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like this part isn't food, <laughs> right? Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was a fussy eater, but I I have uh, children in my life, not not necessarily my own, who are are fussy eaters, and I feel like it's weird to like make eating feel like a punishment. Type thing. So mm. th- this has given me, this young man has given me a lot, a lot of food for thought. Food uh, for thought. Yeah. Interesting.
2: Whatever. Yeah. I mean, look, tell your kids to eat fucking vegetables at least. Yeah. That's, at the, the bare minimum, inform your kids that there is things outside of fries, white bread, Pringles, and processed meat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Harry Potter uh, because <laughs> it's 2019. What else would we be talking about? Yeah. A Catholic school in Nashville, uh, has decided that they will no longer have the Harry Potter series in their school's library. This
2: which... is what is, what, what
0: dimension is this story? From? <laughs> like
2: do people, do we still haven't landed on if Harry Potter's fucking evil sorcery from the devil?
0: So the quote for their explanation, why these books present magic as both good and evil, which is not true, oh. but in fact, a clever deception. Nice try, devil. Uh, the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells, which when read by... No, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on no, 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 just fucking end it. Just blow everything up.
2: They are actual curses <laughs> and spells. Right. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, if see, say, a lot of people
0: uh, don't know that, but peop- those of us who deal in uh, make-believe, uh, right. apparently... Um, yeah.
1: If you say Wingardium Leviosa Pazuzu from The Exorcist shows up... Or right. pay him on oh, hereditary. Don't you
0: think don't you think like every child who read those books tried those curses and we would have definitive evidence of evil spirits by now, were this to be the case? Like uh. you guys you are not just if if America's soul was going to go to hell but from reading Harry Potter books, that would have happened What happened well, to oh, make wait. them That's just, what it is now, maybe?
1: Like today like why did they have Harry Potter up until this point?
0: They just got done reading it. They're slow readers. readers. (laughs) (laughs) They're like,
2: hold on a second. Uh, These are actual spells, I think.
0: (laughs) These are actual curses and spells, which when read by a human being risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. I love that they had to write an email to the parents of their students being like, so, uh we believe in evil spirits. These are real magic spells. Right. Uh Harry Potter is real basically. They're like,
2: look, we're sending our kid to this Catholic school cuz it's the cheapest private school in the area. If this is what the fuck's going on, we're going to take him out. Um, but <laughs> These are actual fucking spells, y'all. But I like that they consulted fucking exorcists. Yeah, they go on to spoke say that. Yeah, but some
0: exorcists in the US and Rome. That is which is funny wow. because the Pope and the Catholic Church technically don't have a position on the books. On the Harry Potter yeah. books. They're like, mm, you know, it's a push.
1: We don't know if they're... First it's weird. All... A Catholic school kind of is Hogwarts. Right. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's a private right. school. You go to, to learn Uniforms. how to do magic, which is talking to God or whatever. Right. I yeah. Yeah. And you had weird teachers, man. Right. Someone went
2: to a Catholic high school. True. Some. Yeah, there were some Snapes in the building. <laughs> Is that a thing? I
0: think they're so they're snape's all Snapes, and, right? Snapes on a plane. Snapes on a plane. <laughs> there
1: yeah. we go. We'll drop that bomb. Yeah, one more time. Thank <laughs> you, latent, latent. Thank you for letting me do that.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> uh, well, see that that may that may have been an actual curse or spell
1: you conjured right there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Droppeth the bombeth. Uh, <laughs> I like how uh, like see, it didn't work. They're curses, so it's it's like they're cussing. You know, right. like expel the Someone's like, I can't believe you just said that. Oh my <laughs> what did you just say, Jake? <laughs> no. Go to the principal's office. Yeah. Wow. Go to the Monsignor's office. Wow. Yeah, the
2: um, I just the idea that if it is actual curses and spells, then like, can they show us evidence on the good side? of real spells that you know what I mean I'm guessing
0: like, this is not a extremely evidence based group of people oh, as they were like well we we'll gotta call up the exorcists
1: the assumption here is that they all got together in like the gymnasium at night and tried to do the spells right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and one of them kinda worked and yeah. they all got freaked out right, yeah right. something moved slightly yeah. the light flickered the light flickered <laughs> right They're all around a Ouija board, and they're like, I'm not moving it. You're moving it. You're moving it. Oh, fuck.
0: We're breaking the second commandment. Oh, it just said, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jake, it has been a pleasure having you. Where can people find you, follow you, listen to you?
1: Okay, I have, like, three things. I'll do them all right now. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm on tour. If you want to come see a live show, what you do is follow me on Twitter. Uh, My at is Facebook. Feral jokes, feral like an animal, jokes like jokes. It is an anagram for my name, which is Jake Flores, right? Pretty clever, right? Um, That's also like my at on everything. If you use other apps, Um, my website is also feraljokes.com and all my tour dates are on it. I'm coming up the West Coast with my pal Sarah June. I'm coming back down the country with my friend Mishka Shubali. Um, I'm on tour a lot and I'm also around New York a lot. Um, And my other thing is I have a podcast called Pod Damn America, which is um, basically bunch of stand-up comedians who are also socialist organizers and stuff like that. Um, It's, you know, comedy politics podcast from a sort of radical left perspective. Uh, And my other podcast is called why you mad. It's me and my friend uh, who's a genius anthropologist, Luisa Diaz talking about like the comedy industry and a heady art uh, analysis of stand-up and comedy and stuff like that. Comedy podcast where somehow Foucault comes into talking about, uh, you know, Red Fox going wash your ass. That's the (laughs) bitch. Okay, if you're listening to this, uh, the day it comes out, I will have last night roast battled my pal Sarah June at the comedy store. You can probably find the video online, and um, I will be at. uh, I'll be doing stand up on a show called Rod Stewart Live. Um, Look it up. It's on my Twitter. The Washoe
0: Ass Joke was definitely a comment on (laughs) Foucault and his madness and civilization. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Love that pendulum. Yeah. And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh,
1: Okay. This is a good one. At Internet Hippo tweeted, uh, kids today only know instant gram and vape. They (laughs) 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 They should be politically active. And then in brackets, kids become politically active. And then after that, these little ingrates should shut up, <laughs> which I think is a good encapsulation of yeah. everyone's dumb brain. Instant yeah, gram. <laughs> instant
0: gram. I've had enough of them. Professor um, vape. <laughs> <laughs> miles, where can people find you? Twitter,
2: Instagram, at miles of gray. Uh, tweets I like are from Reductress, two of them. First one is, uh-oh, these mean teenagers want to know how old you are. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, I could never live in a big city," says hometown friend again.
0: <laughs>
1: all right, I got another one. Uh, Alyssa Milano tweeted in 2009: "God, please help rescue this little boy floating in this air balloon." Uh, <laughs> That's real. <laughs> yeah. Remember Balloon, <gasps> balloon? Yeah, Boy? Yeah.
0: It was all a hoax.
1: And then she said, "Amen." <laughs>
2: <laughs> and also, dude, wasn't that the dad super toxic? Wasn't yeah, pussified was yeah. like his whole thing—the pussification of America yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, oh, pussified I mean, like, was like
1: a music video they ran. He like faked it or something. Yeah, yeah he faked it to I get think in the, the mom news was Japanese.
0: Too. He was on, he man. was just like hacking into the national consciousness and pulling out the most toxic thing that would get a rise. A couple tweets I've been enjoying. The discourse lover at Trillburn tweeted, "Thought of a good contrarian argument to piss people off." Quentin Tarantino is a terrible director, but a great actor. Um... And Brendan Sagalow tweeted, I'm Jerry Seinfeld, and this is Comedians in Cars picking their girlfriends up from high school. I saw
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Uh,
0: you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist. On Instagram, we have a Facebook fan page and a website, DailyZeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where, else? where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode. That was the song we write out on Miles. What's that going to be today? This is a track
2: from a Japanese trap producer, a woman named Tomoko Ida. And this track is called Soume, Soumei. S-O-U-M-E-I. Uh, Soulmate. It, so- it sounds exactly just like you would think Japanese trap beat would sound like. Hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we will talk to you then. Bye-bye.